Welcome to another edition of Father Time. I am really excited about today's. Um, these guys are friends of mine. I've known for a long time. They are just kind of breaking out as recording stars in a way, I guess. Um, my buddy and, and former military guys and parents and now billboard charting uh, musicians. Give us a month. We're, we'll give you a month. I, I like to say it out loud, though. Yeah, it's Always. Real. It's we'll real. talk about vision questing things. Yeah. My buddy uh, John Preston and Shane Roberts are here. Mm-hmm. Uh, their hit single, Before I'm Gone, is kind of uh, starting, to, starting to pop a little bit, and we'll talk about that. Uh, welcome, guys. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, Thanks hey. for having us. You met Andy. He's my producer and cohort on this thing. Good morning, fellas. He Andy's got no family. kids, so his voice... Wait, wait. I just got this, this email. Just... Oh no! And he's still got no kids. That's that's uh, his gallbladder is going to be removed any moment. <laughs> Something's getting removed off of Andy, but he uh, so he'll chime in every now and then. But just ignore him because he has no concept. I've been ignoring him since what? I got yeah. here. Yeah, and of course John has one child, but one. my buddy Shane over here not only has three, but he has triplets. triplets. And you're wearing a shirt. Real men threat. make triplets. That's right. That's right. It's a warp. It's oh a ride. my god! You have a strong seed. Apparently, I'm not even sure how triplets work. Is it three eggs or one egg with three sperm? It, it depends if they're born identical fraternal or fraternal. Or identical. Yeah, but so, so, all three so an egg can break into three. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, so my my cousin has twins, and they look identical, but they were born fraternal, and so they had a DNA test, and it's possible that the egg splits later after after they're they're fertilized. So it can actually they can be they can be conceived identical and then split and be born fraternal so you may never know that they're I almost to the followed that Andy podcast right. so right. they the egg can split what they can split after the fact but they're they're actually well, the identical. fact of what after, what fact <laughs> after the fact so, is not a that's yeah. not a so how's my heart doing well it's going to be fine after the fact what fact what fact are you talking about after the fertilization of the the one egg so they're all in one sack right and then they split later so they're all I, technically. They I, are all at once. Around, around the time of their no, bar mitzvah. Around no, the time of their bar mitzvah. Welcome, welcome to yeah. Musicians <laughs> Talk Science. All right, so this sack you speak of. It's, it's my sack, yeah. So, <laughs> but not that sack. Oh. Not, you're saying not scrotum, no, but yeah, a different a, yeah. sack. Yeah. So the, the egg is in a sack. Yeah. One sperm hits it. Mm-hmm. Embryotic sack? Is so the egg stays and it's. Well, multiple, multiple sperm hit it. And then, it, and then it fertilizes. One... It fertilizes one egg, but then the egg splits. So technically, when they're identical, they're they're all in one embryonic sac. Right? Sure. Uh, the the sac splits, or they split, oh. so they're actually born fraternal, but they're actually identical. I think I got right. it. Yeah. Um, for so, those of you listening at home, there will be a PowerPoint presentation yeah. yes. available yes. to you. I'm, I'm already working on my TED talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seventeen minutes in and out. Ted Cruz. No. So you, yeah, it's the Ted Ted Cruz talk. What, what you went Texas on me? What happened? You went, you went Lion Ted, isn't that what Trump called him? You, um, well, are your three kids fraternal? Uh, they're all fraternal. Well, as far as we know. <laughs> we haven't had a DNA tested yet. Uh, all boys, they, girls? They're all born They fraternal. may not have split The, the yet, boys look identical. Yeah, the boys like, look I, so there's two boys I, and a girl. I just saw this two boys and a girl. thing about two identical and one <laughs> fraternal. Like I, I saw mm. that on the news the other yeah. day in the yeah. Bay Area. No, let's back I think up. That's what Are you sure on. you're the father? Positive. Okay. Yeah. Luna looks exactly it, I, like I, it. At least I'm the one that... You made Luna. Yeah, I made Luna. He's sure. he's one. one. He's Luna, one of the. Yeah. Luna looks identical. He's one of it's the. It's like a dog It was a crazy yeah. night. Yeah, yeah. Triplets. Were you? Do, do you? Were, uh, were you doing? Well, um, why are you still in the country? Yeah. Is what why, he's are you, to ask. why are you awake? 
I couldn't run fast enough. Was it very natural, or were you doing? Um, no, we what, did uh, IUI. Which IUI, is, which is yeah. So they know, put the eggs in there. They no, no, no. That's in vitro. So that's that's like twenty five grand. <laughs> this is a science class. So, this so. is honestly, this is what this thing's about. Because here's what happens. <laughs> Bueller. Guys, we Bueller. don't talk about stuff like this mm-hmm. ever in ever. the real world. And so some other dude goes through exactly what you're going through, and he's like, he's losing his shit. Right. But when you talk about it, so I, you. Well, my, my wife couldn't, so she couldn't ovulate, right? So we Apparently were doing, she could. We were doing, well, no, we were doing That's tests. Okay. So, so then they put her on a drug called Clomid, which raises your progesterone, yep. right? So Clomid, they raise it to 100 milligrams after 50 milligrams wasn't working. And then uh, the day after Christmas... Is when she ovulated, and so I went to, to the hospital, did my little thing, and then uh, wait, wait, how's that? What's the sound effect go like? Yeah, yeah. Then they turkey basted her, and and then uh, we were, we got excited because in January we thought we had you know a, a, baby. a, 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 a baby. baby. You guys and, didn't uh, do it. N- well, no, it wasn't working. They Have wanted you done to. It since then, they wanted with triplets. Yes, no, no time. So the last time you had I, sex I was in had a clinical in room four. looking at a. Uh, I haven't had sex in four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years. <laughs> so, I, mean, I don't think he's lying. I, I lying. know he's not. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering if your wife has. That's what I'm. Can we call him Hans, Handsome Andy? But no, it's an honest question. Yeah. Has she had sex since then? <laughs> I'm sorry, Andy. Not, not unless it's with. Uh, I don't so people. the last time you went, whatever your sound effect, turkey basted, turkey basted yeah, yeah. into her, and then um, you were like, "Here we go, triplets." And so, yeah. but she, I mean. Well, three, so three babies came out of three, her. Three babies came out. Of what's the What's the combined weight of the three kids? It was uh, fifteen pounds. Okay, so she's she's she destroyed. Her Thirty four weeks and six days. Yeah, she's so term. is she can we can she walk? She can walk. Yeah, oh, she, okay. she's a, she's a strong woman. Uh, That's like an old eighteen eighties. She's still uh, civil she's, she's, she's ah, half she's Filipino. Yeah. Breeding. She's breeding. She's, she's half Filipino, breeding, so they're made breeding. to <laughs> they're made to carry kids. Oh, is that right? Yeah, is that? Yeah, it feels racist, but because you're married to a Filipino, I think you can right. She's half. You know, they all of them have like twenty members in their family in one household. So that's right. And I live in Daly City, and they're all in that city. It's crazy. Little, little Manila. Now they have 23. She won't yeah. let me move out of state, even though it's cheaper or anywhere else, because her whole family circuit circus uh, is right right there. You guys, like, if you voted for one, you could just run a candidate, and your family alone oh, yeah. could get them elected. Yeah, well, I was going to start a band, you know, just with my kids. <laughs> like Hanson. Uh, <laughs> I was going to go with the Partridge yeah. family. That's yeah. how old I am. <laughs> See, I, You're I, Hanson. I, I'm going back to Hanson. Yeah. Partridge family. Wow. Yeah, Andy, you want to talk? Yeah. yeah. Uh, how did you guys meet? Well, that's a great question. Um, yeah. Well, John, you tell Thank the story. Thank you. Uh, how, how I told Shane it in your interview. No. Um, how you and I met. Well, you who, talk who about how you about? guys started because that's more interesting. I. Yeah, how you guys? I, you guys are playing music. He together. was like a total dirtbag marine. Like he was horrible. Just like always moping around. No. Um, uh, suck that mic. He, he said, "I have great mic control." Uh, <laughs> and he's the first one to back eighteen inches away. The guitarist so... stays on mic. The singer just backs away from the microphone. Uh, I was getting ready to belt. Um, so Shane was playing guitar one night. We were field day. Field we, day. Should we explain Not, what field day is? Well, you should because yeah, most people in civilian yeah. world would go field day is like, oh, they have egg races and three legged races and potato sack. Isn't that a field day? Uh, yeah, field day for the military. We, is like, we all win clean. medals. Yeah, clean. everything gets clean. You white glove treatment. You know, you're pulling everything out of your room, and uh, usually when the floors would dry, people would go out and fuck off on the catwalk. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Fuck off. Uh, yeah. Um, we hope so. You Shane was Shane was playing a song. He was playing Matchbox Twenty Hang, and uh, like I ran up 
the stairs trying to find him. Like I had a guitar with me and everything, but um, that was it. Like we played that night, we jammed together for a few hours, and so you guys are Matchbox Twenty fans. Yeah, just a little yeah, bit. Totally. Yeah, Slow. yeah. I'm a Rob match- fan yeah. for sure. Like, Paul Doucette is like a mutual friend, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They're playing with Counting Crows now or something. I, I know they? they were. They were just up in the Bay Area. All right, stop rubbing it in. It's uh, I mean, this was like 2000. Two or three. Yeah. yeah. So. How about you guys? Do you see how they got real quiet, Andy? All of a sudden, there's, there's a lot of love there. Right? You guys talk like musicians. Uh, like when you're singing, you're like, "Here we go, I'm singing," and then you talk and you're like, "This pretentious. <laughs> this song came from a place in my heart where I thought I was." I'm all in my feelings. All right in now. my feelings, <laughs> dude. You're. I can't believe you're not. You. You have triplets. You I should triplets. be screaming. I do. I often actually in the house. Yeah. And my wife always yells at me. I, I drill instructor them. Does it work? Uh, sometimes. Mostly because I'm dead. How old are the triplets? Three. Three. And they just got enrolled in preschool. Perfect. It's a pain in the ass. They're going to form a band because it's like Peter, Paul, and Mary, right? It has it's two yeah. boys and a girl. Yeah. Well, Luna likes dancing. Leo likes dancing. So they'll probably dance and sing and all that stuff first. And Luna likes playing guitar. And... They'll, they'll be the related kids on the block. Right. See what I did, right. Andy? Come right. on. I, I, I heard I, a chortle. I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, John, talk about uh, talk about your uh, you, you you went into a long winded story about Field Day. I'm I, yeah, I, 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 you I, 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 met in the military. Yeah, we that's met how the military. stories go. That's yeah. how a story goes. Yeah, it's not a song. If you want to put it to music, like pretend you're doing a story in three minutes. Can't do it. Yeah, it's you impossible. can't. You yeah. can't talk in three minutes, but you can <laughs> no. make a song in three minutes. I can. <laughs> yeah, I know you can. So you have one child. One child. Yes, he's another John. He's a super okay. genius. Yeah. How old? Uh, he's just turned eight. Okay. So just turned eight. Um, he's pretty awesome. Like he wasn't named John until he came out of the womb and he pissed all over me. And I said, yeah, we're going to go with John. Cause that was on the list. So, uh, I thought it was because he was using you as a John. Uh, Andy, that too. come on. I'm, I'm, I'm red hot today. Boom. So people just, and people just went and goodbye. Mm-hmm. I'm just stopped listening. Where's 10 minute well, podcast? Where's the 10 minute podcast? <laughs> this one's already way too long. <laughs> yes. Um, no, he's he's a cool dude. Like, eight years old is the greatest age. No, there's ever. no eight year old that's a cool dude. But no, he, he is might a be cool okay. He's dude. good for a kid, but there's no cool dudes at eight. He's a cool dude to me. Right. Like, Why? I, I don't know. He's my bestie, man. I, maybe because I have an eight year old mind, probably. But <laughs> this is verified. Yes. Yeah, I, I, you don't have to tell me that. We yeah, know. no, but his, it, his material is pretty good. Yeah, the kid's great. He's great. Yeah. John no. Junior. Yeah. Is he John Junior? No, I, I, my dad was John too. We just so is John three. John three, but not juniors. All of us had different middle names. Not creative, like at all. We suck at, at creativity. It's for a guy who's a singer to go like, uh, and a songwriter to go like, you know, I'm really not creative. Let's <laughs> just John. You're John. John. Let's move Jacob, on. Jingleheim Should I go back to the triplets? Do you want to not talk about your? <laughs> no, 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 no. It, like, it, it was funny when Shane came over yesterday. I wanted to show him what John had done because this this label happened, and I oh, told so him cool. I said things are about to change. You know. And he's like, Dad, when do we get the mansion? Like, <laughs> it, and, uh, well, that's not a great way. Right? First of all, talk about that. Let's, 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 let's talk about your career, just a scooch, before we go into how your kid's going to eventually start going to crazy private schools <laughs> and drive a Ferrari to yeah. class. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys met in the military. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who are listening to this are like, who are these guys? They don't know. We'll have a little bio, so I'm sure they... If you run it in like a month, they won't yeah, do that. in a month, yeah, you're yeah, going to blow up. Yeah. So you guys started music um, while you were in the military. Yep. And you got out, and you were like, well, actually, I could do this. Let's try to do this. Yeah. But you were always doing it 
you wouldn't even take any money. All the money you raised and, and earned from your band and songs, you gave to charities. Yeah, and I, I think over the last three years just of consistent, I've made zero dollars and spent about three, four hundred grand on my own. Yeah, maybe three hundred. By the way, terrible investment. I know, strategy. I know. It, it, but now it's not. But talk yeah. about why and talk about the charities you give to because that's how we originally met. And we'll get to that because it was a big thing because I'm a former, I'm a veteran. We're all veterans, and then that was immediately a mutual friend of ours reached out and was like, "Hey, you guys should do this together." And I was like, "Absolutely." Because yeah. of the veteran community, yeah. and that's what you're supporting. Your your all your music proceeds go to support military charities. Yeah, and I I've, I'm an ambassador for probably I think we're at like five or six nonprofits right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this specific project that we're doing is for Stop Soldier Suicide. Um, that's been our mission from the very beginning. Is Stop we, soldier suicide. Yeah, I don't like the word soldier myself personally. You know, Marine. Stop, no, but I like alliteration. Stop veteran suicide. Yeah, you know? that doesn't work as well. Um, it doesn't. No, it triple doesn't. S. Triple S. You yeah, gotta stay triple with it. S. And it's it's a big issue. Uh, I think a lot of people who are in the civilian world, you know, you see posts on Facebook and you see that number twenty two pop up. Yeah. And people, I know that they go, it doesn't even seem like a real number. Like twenty two. 22 veterans how many veterans are there that there could be 22 in a, a day mm-hmm. times 365 times however many years but that is true that number's real and the math is yeah. crazy and you've been personally touched by it and yeah. uh, we've all known people uh, in our groups of friends who've who've committed suicide who are former military guys who just couldn't cope yeah. in the outside world and so you tried to do something to help yeah, it, it, that, that was the thing from the beginning it, our unit it, that I was in 27 like our suicide rate is the highest in the in the entire military right now. Um, there were a couple bad pumps during the the like last twelve year span or whatever, and it, that rate went up really high with two seven. There, do you was, think it's contagious to a degree, where like because so many other guys do it that other guys who are in the unit go, well, I guess I guess that's. It maybe yeah, it, makes it easier for them to go. Suicide is always like, contagious, right? Yeah, it, it, it goes in clusters anytime, of guys. Like, well, I'm, I'll go you, too. Yeah, it, it, it boom, boom, boom. Because anyone that's thinking about it, they see someone else do it. It, it, it makes it a reality. It mm-hmm. makes it possible. You know, it, right now, living in a family now that has someone that, that committed suicide, mm-hmm. my nieces, my nephew, my even my own son. I talk to him every day and say, "Dude, you know, no matter what, you don't get to leave me." You don't get to make that choice. Right. Uncle Mike's a dick, and I tell him that every day. Uncle Mike's a dick. He left us. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you never do that to me because I love you too much. You can't do that to us. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you know, also you guys, like when I served, we've talked about this. I served from 87 to 92, like the safest time in U.S. history. Yeah. Like we partied our asses off. We never once thought our ship was ever going to get shot at. Like even the captain, when we took our boards, they would say – we would never raise a weapon against people who were coming up the gangplank or if a boat came close to us. Our, we were taught to spray them with a water hose yeah, to shoo them away. <laughs> we never thought somebody was going to blow our ship up. And then the coal happened, 9-11 happened, you went in, served, and all of a sudden the whole military changed, and you guys you guys saw some shit. Yeah, yeah and we had dudes. I, I, I was the first pump of our unit. So when I went to Iraq, it was the first time that 2-7 had gone. Um, we had dudes that came in like as boots when I was getting out that had four or five deployments in four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it takes too much of a toll. I, I came back different. You know, I came back different. Mm-hmm. I had one six month tour Yeah, I, I came back completely different and 
it's something that post-traumatic stress is real. My friends that pumped with me, and we only did that one tour, methamphetamines, you know, it, arrest after arrest after arrest. It, can't imagine what four or five tours would do to yeah, you yeah. when you come it, back. And you become institutionalized where you yeah. can't, that's the only place you can function. Yeah. I knew a guy that came, he, he got in hand-to-hand combat when they his convoy ran out of ammo. Insurgents, you know, rushed him and he had to get a hand-to-hand combat and slice an insurgent's throat. And he came back and his mom died. He said, I didn't feel a thing. Yeah. Didn't feel a thing. Yeah. I was like, that is terrifying. It would dehumanize you. Yeah. It's, you know, it's just such an odd... Uh, and you can't explain it to a degree, but people yeah. come back and people are like, you know, just put it behind you. Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah. Forget about it. Move yeah. on. Yeah. Go get the job down at that plant. Have a family. and But you can't, you know. Yeah. And, and there's, there's a transition that's not being given right now. That's part of what we're trying to do. You know, that's why we're getting as loud as we can get. Yeah. So that... I, it, my goal, it, my ultimate goal, and it's it, it sounds crazy, and we're talking about goals and setting goals, right? Like, if I'm the biggest star in the world, I can go sit down with the president. I can walk into Congress and have a voice. Bono, you know? how, it, much, exactly. how much stuff has Bono done? It, you know, so stuff like that. Yeah, you can change, make a change. I have to get that big, and there's no, <laughs> you know, there's no other question mark. Yeah. That's the reason I'm doing it because. Our community, I mean, if you look at how hard we can work, what we can do, we are the best workers on earth. And then you take the guys that were combat leaders. They are the best leaders on earth. You know, it, grunt style, right? It, Daniel running a company, he's a leader. You know, he was a leader in the Army before. It, guys like Rocco, the, their leadership is different. It's not like civilian world leadership and, and that whole concept. Mm-hmm. style is a family and they take care of their guys and, and they want to bring in more veterans so that they have jobs and they have security and they have help, you know? And well, you know, this isn't, it's, it, it's happened throughout history. I mean, we had the guys from world war two come home or Vietnam and they come home and they raise families. And, you know, you, you, we know people whose dads were like, oh, he never talked about it. He was always, you know. My father. Yeah. Yeah. Damaged, but didn't open up about yeah. it. And I think that this generation, we are more open. I'm, I'm, I'm way more open with my kids. Like my father and I, we never hugged and said I love you or anything. We yeah. just want a firm handshake. Have fun in college. See you later. Yeah. And so I think it is changing, and I think hopefully for the better, where when guys come out, they can actually speak about what they went through as opposed mm. to going, you don't want to hear about it. I mean, well, yeah. you kind of – you don't want to, but it's part of life to go, this is happening. It, it's happening. It's going to happen again and again and again. It's just that's what the world is. And, and how do you still serve and yet come out and be a functioning part of society? And, part of and it is understanding what's going on. Like, for me, I when I first – I didn't realize how bad post-traumatic stress really was for me and it, the alcohol abuse and everything that I was doing on my own. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going through until I think after my father died and reflecting on like dad's life because dad didn't talk about it. Right. Dad and I had a lot of the same personality traits and, and the same mess, you know, screaming and busting a guitar off the TV when I was a little kid. And I'm like, why is dad doing that? You know? And then two seconds later he walks over, he sits down in the chair and goes, that was pretty cool, huh? <laughs> yeah. Like that was just my no, it's father. Not cool. Yeah, it's exactly. Not cool. But to me it was every day. It was normal. You well, know? talk about when you, so you got out, how long were you out before you uh, had your son? Uh, shit, he's eight and I've been out for, uh, I don't know, 2004, so it was, it was 13, wild. so yeah. five years. Yeah. So kind of, what made you, 
um, decide to then go have kids? Because you obviously knew you were kind of messed up, or was it just one of those things that you fell into, and all of a sudden you're like, all right, I gotta get my shit. No, together. no, I, I was, I felt like I was ready to start a life. Like I, I was pursuing a fire career at that point, yeah. you know, to become a firefighter, and I wanted a family. I, my, my father and my relationship, I adored him. So did both yeah. my brothers, you know, and as crazy as he was, he's the best man I've ever known in my life, you know? So I wanted that. Do we say that though, because they're our parents? I don't think so. Yeah. He knew my dad pretty well. Like my dad was special. He was different. My dad was great too, but he is, I mean, shame for you. Was your dad similar? Uh, well, I, (laughs) so I have a different, my my dad I've known since I was four. Um, so they got married when I was four, and he's been in my life ever since. And he he's he so came he's, from he's a your dad, but he's not your dad. He's not my dad, and he came from he, a navy. He didn't family. put you in the sack, right? That was a callback. My father, my father, well who, done, I, who Jamie, I well done. Thanks, that, that was good. Uh, <laughs> so my father, who I met actually for the first time, or or found uh, when I was thirty, I actually hired a private detective to find my father at thirty Talk years about old. That so <laughs> okay. So you met. So you 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 uh, your mom met, remarried. Remarried at four uh, when I was four years old, and uh, you know he was he was kind of he was a distant guy because he came from a family who was Navy. His dad was a, uh, a retired Master Chief who was a medic in I believe the Korean War, and so he he would come home and and you know emotion just wasn't there. So he and he would wake up in the middle of the night just screaming bloody murder. Jesus, and man. They, they never talked about it. And, you know there there was uh, there would be times to where. Um, it was just. You guys really, really do come from similar backgrounds. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. That's similar because yeah. I mean, other, my yeah. father served in World War II, but he wasn't. You know, he was just a distant right. Irish Catholic guy, right. but he didn't see crazy action, yeah. so he never. Well, you know what's funny is is my my dad my my stepdad he he actually started getting closer to me when I joined the Marine Corps. Remember when I got out of boot camp? It was all hugs and handshakes for him right after. And I was like, "Proud of you? What, yeah. what is what? Is, that is yeah, so no weird. kidding. I, yeah. I didn't even hear about Vietnam until I yeah. was going to Iraq. Mm-hmm. You know, like, my father walked three Marines across. Probably should have told you before you signed you know? up. Yeah, no yeah. shit. Uh, you know? <laughs> no shit. Uh, he really should have. Yeah, yeah. Go sign up, and then it's it's like it's like getting on a car. Uh, like the you get on the roller coaster, and they're like, eh, "Don't worry about it, don't worry." And then you go to the roller coaster, and they go, "Actually, this is gonna be this is gonna really fuck you up." Yeah, you're like as it's going. Yeah. Up the hill, you're like, actually, this ride's pretty crazy. You're not sure you're gonna love this. Yeah. What did you tell me in the line yeah. when I got out? Because I think he wanted something special for all of us. You know, like he knew what the Marine Corps did to him. The rough, the bad, whatever. There was still so much pride. Like, pride, pride. But how do you how do you get that pride and then also dodge the damage? You, is there a way? You don't is there a way the to dodge the damage? You got to know how to control. You got to you got to alter your mind and your perspective yeah. in your life. Well, how do you that, do it? That's always my my advice. Everybody has their own ways. I mean, everyone has their own. Stop way. seeing the glass half empty. Yeah, you know, whatever you're doing in life, stop seeing the glass. But that's half everybody. Empty. Well, and, and I think it would be yeah, like a drug exactly. Addict. But yeah, Shane, it'd be like a drug addict. I think. I mean, that, that's how I kind of <laughs> compare it. Like my 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 uh, brother Travis, he was addicted to drugs, and so one of his main criteria to do was. Okay, all the people that were bad influences and they kept pulling him back into that world, get rid of them. Hey, Travis, your brother called you an addict on on air. Hey, by the way, he's doing really well and has a kid, Wait, and, and now he's cleaned himself up. So if he's, he's totally clean, he'd be the first guy to say he was an addict. Yeah, exactly. And go yeah. like, I did yeah. clean yeah. up. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. It took him and that's a while the other to thing we talk about on the show is the fact that 
like people still to this day don't talk about their issues and right. their problems. Mm-hmm. And I kind of learned it early because that was my whole stand-up act. I would get on stage and tell horrible, mm-hmm. drunken, idiotic stories yeah. that I would do. And I get laughs. And it was almost, and I would tell my wife, I go, that's, that's my catharsis. That's my therapy right there is getting mm-hmm. on stage and opening up. I still yeah. do it. I get up and I bitch and moan about the kids or whatever and I get laughs and then I get off and I feel great. Yeah, it, yeah. It, I I get to talk about it publicly. You yeah, know, quite I mean, a bit. We're definitely a generation where we talk more. So talk mm-hmm. more about how you know, especially having children. You can't. We can't be like that. Mm-hmm. This generation. We have to stop that. How do you guys? Some of the different ways that you personally made a change to to let this past go. Um, I don't know. It's different. Like when John was born, I changed my life. You know, like. When, when you were he, sober, were you sober by then? No, 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 no. I was drunk for many more years after that. After I've, that. I've, I've been sober like two years. Okay. Yeah. But when he was born, I, I kind of, I altered what I was going to do. Like it, I, I definitely was getting into the fire service no matter what. I changed my mindset of I'm getting this job, you know? And, and it was because you had a son and you, yeah. you, someone, you just smartened up and were like, I can't do this. Man. I needed this little dude to be proud of me. Yeah. You know, that's part of the reason I'm here right now, you know, cause I want nothing in the world but him to look up at me and say, dude, anything in life is possible. You know, it, my father told me that. He echoed that. Even when he was working three jobs to keep our, our lights on. Right. Yeah, you know, he he still told me, you keep playing music. You know, you can do something special with that. Yeah. yeah. And back when I was in Iraq, before anything ever happened, I was reading my letters from my dad after he passed. And that was what he was telling me. Go to L.A., you know, play music. It, that's what you need to do. That's what you've dreamt of since yeah. you were a child. Yeah. And I want to give John that light, that hope, you know? It, so I, I joke a lot. I goof with him a lot. We're, we speak our own language basically that uh, nobody else understands. When he gets yeah. old enough, will you tell him the stuff that you saw that maybe messed you up? If he was going to go in the Marine Corps, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, if he was choosing that route, which I would never tell him not to, yeah, it, I would support him in everything he did it, because I want him to be able to choose his life, even if it's that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd fill him in on the shit, you know, and teach him how to be a good Marine and how to avoid most of the shit yeah. if you can, you know. Yeah. Shane, what do you? What What are some of the things that you do? Uh, well, I try did, and. I were mean, you Were you having problems when you first got out, or you kind of adapted quickly? I, I, I never. I mean, I never went to combat. I never saw combat. You never saw combat. Yeah, luckily. I mean, I was, I was like fortunate. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I, got, I made a couple of friends with a major and a lieutenant colonel and a master chief, and they stuck me in the general's building, and I Always was there good. for the entire time until I got <laughs> out and joined John. So, That's funny. Um, I don't have the struggles, but I, I, I recognize it. And, and you know... It's, well, you're it, paying back for it now because God gave you three children to punish you. Right. You know so, what, he you has know what, PTSD though? from the military. You're going to have it from having three kids. Uh, uh, yeah, we already He do. had training because he had drunk PTSD John. Right. For the last 12, 15 years, you know, of having to babysit me when we were out. Yeah, Did you guys so. have fights where you're like, dude, pull it together. What is wrong with you? So I, I use the, the, the phrase, it sucks worse than John on draft day. Because when I first moved to the Bay Area, I was sleeping on their couch and, and he was draft day and he drank everything in the house. So everything in the house in all empty bottles. And then he tried to fight me. And What's draft day? Like the NFL, NFL draft. Oh, NFL draft. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Bengals, this was, uh, they, they drafted Jonathan Joseph that Not year. Not like Super Bowl yeah. Sunday or the. No, no draft day was like a Super Bowl. The World Bowl Series. Yeah. It's like, what's the well, draft? This, this guy's Mr. Football. He's born on, you know, Bengals, you know, when the Bengals won the Super Bowl. So. Went to. Or went to the same. Sorry. Went to. Yeah, they didn't win. No. <laughs> I was on TV my first day of birth. I was a bouncing Bengal baby. Is that Sipe? Uh, Is that yeah. Brian Sipe? Yeah. 
So so no. So he, he was and he would just drink everything the in the in the house. Yeah, yeah. Once oh, I once I got me. going, it, I couldn't stop, and and I was already blacked out. You know, sure. I'm gone. Yeah. Um, that person isn't there anymore, yeah. and that was the danger. I'd wake up in the middle of a city somewhere. I I woke up in New York City at six in the morning, walking down the street, yeah. and had no idea where I was, why I was even in New York City. It, like that's got me. I I mean, I, yeah. we've all woken up in weird places where you're like, what am I doing yeah. here? Not a different city for me. Yeah. You actually got uh, on a plane? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I didn't. City. That was the thing. I was in New York already, but oh, so I, you knew I couldn't you were remember I was in New York. Yeah, like, why in the hell am I in New why York? Am I in New York? Oh, why am I, I not in my York. bed yeah, in the yeah, Bay Area? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it sounds like one of your trips to New York, James. Uh, yeah. It's honestly every trip to New York. I got a real problem with New York because <laughs> New I, I need bars to like close... At two and go yeah. like you're done, man. Come back tomorrow. Right. I, like Vegas is terrible for me. With well, like, you're Irish. Drink all night. Yeah, Irish Catholic. I need the law to legally step mm-hmm. in and go. Night's over. Go right. home. Yeah. Right. yeah. And it, yeah, that was a problem. It, it, is it, the once you got to a certain point of drunk, I had fun all the way up until that point. Yeah. But then it was aggressive. It was violent. Fights in public. You know, just things that aren't me so stereotypical. It's like the, it's like yeah. the movie. We you know when they do your biopic, that'll be the movie. That'll be the scene of you just Jim Morrisoning it. Yeah, around. exactly. And then they'll cut to you clean and sober, and you'll be singing the song at the uh, at yeah. the Grammys, and that'll be the that'll be our out. That'll be our blackout. I'll take it. Hey, not like not a your movie. blackout, but you know, it's like, like a, a movie, movie blackout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you so you kind of dealt with him, and you were kind of his. I mean, to your credit, you instead of just going, "Dude, I'm out of here. I can't take this shit anymore." Right. But yeah. there was responsible me during that the day. Kept him on my couch for years. You know, like it, we paid each other back. Right. He took care of me when I was a drunk love, and love idiot. Relationship. Yeah. The, the I, rent was free. I, yeah. I, I came no. with. Uh, I mean, it I saw was for yeah, a year. Yeah. It was free. You know, until we were like, you know what, dude? Yeah. You need to pony up. Got to yeah. pay a little bit yeah. at least. You know. And now let's jump to it because now you just signed a big recording contract. Yeah. Talk about the music and the album and what's and where where it's going from here. Oh, so the man. big the big yeah. single actually I'm shooting your video tomorrow. I'm <laughs> yes, shooting you the are. big video tomorrow. I'm go, I'm doing a little part in it. Uh, Before I'm gone is the name of the song, mm-hmm. and that's going to be the first single released. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and it it was uh, I I call it the universe. You know, it was just fate, and everything fell together after three years of work. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've grinded for three years, three hundred, four hundred. People that say, you know, this happened overnight. Go back and pay attention to nothing what I've done. Happens. I trust me, and, nothing and happens overnight. This whole concept of literally sending 200 messages in a night and getting one back, getting yeah. two back. You know, now I send one, I get one. It's pretty cool. Yeah, and yeah. um, we we fell into the hands of really good people. We've been working with a label that we had to do all the work for, and now Universal is going to be pushing it out through Concord Entertainment. You know, it, when did it get released? Uh, October 17th. October 17th. Yeah. And we may actually hold this and probably, I think we'll release it when it gets released. Okay. Is my guess. It, we're in pre-sales, so you can you can release it now. I forget this, to. pre-sales. All right, yeah. all right, we'll release it now. Stop um, now. Because everything that sells right now, just everybody that's listening, everything that sells right now in between all marks on day one for charting. So if we sell ah. 10,000 units right now. We'll do it like the, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, we'll, we'll billboard we'll, we'll high. Yeah, 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 that's cool. But um, so it. It, it was just we made a really good song. It, the song was. How'd you get the recording deal? Did they see you live, or did you send them uh, uh... hustle? I, like basically, I I cut a deal with Stop Soldier Suicide before to record the song and release it with mm-hmm. them. Um, I was still under Pacific's banner, but not signed with them. Um, 
they asked us why we were in a recording studio. Hey, what do you plan on doing with this? And I was mind blown. Like, you're serious. Like, you're not going to release it? Yeah. Like, I was confused because we've done a, a, a lot of successful things and it's all been out of our pocket and all been our work. Um, so I, I, I had a good cordial call with the CEO. We kind of said, all right, we'll release it, but, you know, it's your deal again. Same thing you just did. Man. And I said, if it's cool with you, give me a month. I'm shopping to major labels. Uh, people that don't use LinkedIn that needs jo- jobs use LinkedIn. Really? Um, That's the first one I've heard. Is like, yeah, LinkedIn worked. I connected with everybody on earth from a major label. So I was trying to connect with anybody that had the word Universal, Sony, Atlantic, really? Capital, uh, Interscope, anything on their names, right? And once I connected with all of them, I sent them everything we'd ever done. You know, here's me on this TV. Did everyone get back to you? Or is it like literally one guy got back to you? Four people got back to me. Um, I had a couple calls with Atlantic. Uh, Ultimately, Concord called me. And I I knew immediately. It it was funny because I I, I woke up and looked at my phone and I saw an LA number. Mm. And I was like, we got a deal. I said, it's in my head, I said, that's a major label. It's by a right jet. Now. Yeah. Is that, yeah, where's is the jet? jet? We'll get to that. My son is building a mansion with Legos right now. That, uh, that's later. It's, and that's, he's, he's, uh, he's the architect. Yeah. It's going to be funny when they build it and you're like, actually, those are giant Legos. This is, yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like a Stonehenge. It's not going to work. All right, enough for you. Let's talk triplets, yeah. man. Back to <laughs> I mean, obviously, you're our first and only triplets. I don't know if we're ever going to have another triplet guy on here. Probably not. What is it like raising triplets? It's a nightmare. I mean, so the way I describe it is about 75% amazing, and then 25% sucks really, really bad. It's just it's well, what's hard. The, what's amazing about it? Uh, well, it's amazing because you, you, it's, it's three human beings that you're, you're raising, and uh, you know you get to to really kind of guide them and teach them. Well, you, it's, it's safety in numbers, right? So even if two of them are total fuck ups, right. at least yeah, you, you got a shot with the third uh, one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Which one's the best? <laughs> <laughs> Michael. Uh, They'll never know, hear this. No, you know what though? You know, it all, it's always the girl. Go with the girl. She's not though. She is a pain in the. Ass. Welcome to my world. I got Claire. The no, two. I, I can't imagine having two. Okay, I, so this morning Claire wanted to wear her bell dress. That's all she wants to wear yeah. every day. She only wears the bell dress. Mm-hmm. And so it's dirty and it's wet. And she lost her shit. And so we had to wash it. And then it, we can't put it in the dryer. So I had to put it out in the backyard. And she stood by the window looking right. out at the dress for like an hour until right. it finally dried enough that I could put it on her. Right. So Screaming. We could loan my daughter Luna out to the CIA and she could break terrorists. So she waits until about 2 in the morning. She's Ever since she could stand up in her crib, she wakes up. She sleeps with us, by the way. Mm-hmm. She wakes up at 2 in the morning, 3 in the morning-ish. And uh, she, she used to lose her shit in the middle of the night and, and do this back and forth game where she go, I want milk. No, I want milk. And then you bring your milk. She said, I don't want milk. And then you go, okay, I'll take it away. No, I want milk. And she'd do that for about an hour. And Wait, no, you... no, she's not doing that for an hour. You're doing it for an hour. Well, no, you yeah. kept bringing her milk. So here's, it, well, here's her the thing. One. So here's the thing. You ignore her. She will literally cry for three hours. Okay. Screaming, kicking, punching the door. Okay. Then she runs over and she punches the door. Oh, you say okay. But what happens when he, she wakes up the other two? <coughs> well, here's what Now happens. you have three kids Listen, awake. It takes three room. nights. You got to suffer through it. The first, you do the three hours. Mm-hmm. You let her go. I mean, obviously, three hours could yeah. theoretically kill her. You can't do three hours. But you go in and you try to solace her a little bit. The next night, she only does it for two hours. It slowly works its way down. I mean, it's most... Every girl Andy's ever dated screams most nights. And 
I can well, only imagine. In horror. Is in what horror, saying. yeah. That's what I meant. Screaming yeah. in horror. No, and then Andy goes, no. he tries to console them, but when no. he gets closer, they scream harder. Yeah. But and he learns, leave him alone. You saw. If you had only used half a turkey baster, you know. Yeah. I... So here, we had the same because our, two of our kids sleep in the, in the room, and so there's nothing you can do. She's going to wake the other ones up. Right. But my wife would go in, and I go, if you do that, she's going to do it again tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. And every night, because there's no there's no alternative, mm -hmm. That's they go, oh, I've trained that person to come in when I scream. Right. You have to let them do it. Oh, of course. So what? Well, how did it end? Well, well, you she just wears out, and then she gets distracted. Yeah. So we distract her something, then she she stops crying, and then all's peachy. And, and now she, she sleeps on the switch. Well, she slept on our bed, so she could stand up. Yeah, ours is the same. Well, we did yeah. the same. And I was like, Kate, God, here I get her out of our bed, but she won't. She, goes, she won't I like sleeping with her. We we try and make her sleep in the room, and and she'll literally stand up, and she'll she'll bang on the door, and ah, ah, scream, and and the you know boys get set off and everything, and now we're awake at two or three in the morning, and that is you know I think it's tactical. Welcome for to them. parenthood. It's tactical for them. They they choose the the best time when your mind is weakest you know to to go after you and and then you know you don't you can't do anything you're okay fine just let's well, do and it then they're up at six in the morning and stuff, right, right 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 well, well what's, the, what's the better. i mean do they make a stroller for three kids yeah it was a tank i mean the the cost alone it was it was it, well we luckily we what got kind our of car did you, you had to get a different card we had to buy a minivan we had to, you we had to buy the honda you odyssey need, yeah, yeah we had to buy That's a minivan. Odyssey. well it's great, great and by man. the way if honda is the most sexless vehicle ever. we would love some right. honda money over it's here. the most sexless oh, vehicle yeah. ever yeah it's no sex i know though. there there's a triplet it's a great car though i really like you put a mini fridge in right up front there's a there's the cooler. Yeah. We have the little cooler. Yeah, yeah. it'll keep things. Yeah, but cool. there's a, there's a triplet dad. I I heard I put a tri yeah I put a mini fridge right up in front, right in the middle of those two seats, and because uh, there's a three prong outlet, you know, grounded outlet. Do you hear him say it like he's some special well, club? Are you loading it with dad. beers? What are you doing with it? Why well, I, I don't do it. Yeah, I would milk, milk maybe, maybe sandwiches. Milk? Yeah, snacks. So I mean, did you monetarily three is insane? Yeah. It sucks. How are you those. coping with that? It's it, well, I'm the only one working right now. So you, I mean, that's why I'm hoping How many seventeen jobs? It, not well, just one job right now. Well, she she works part time. She, but, at, but here's at, the problem: child, is, how do you how do you handle childcare? Well, we were doing daycare, but then well, you guys we, just shit in your pants when you first heard we three. Oh yeah. So so when we when we got that notification, you know, hey, so we went to the doctor's office first of all. And we're like, yeah, we're we're pregnant. We got one kid. And the doctor does a sonogram, and he goes, you know, literally he goes, oh, here's one. And here's two, and he, what concerns me is this third one. And then you know, little as a guy, you got the you got the the horse blinders on that go right in, and, and everything kind of blurs out. And you try not to faint. You look at your wife, and your wife starts crying and, and everything, like she, she's thinking about everything that's going on. And you go, okay, don't don't pass out right now. So. So that happened, and then and then on we're on our way out, and I'm I holding my wife. That's going to be his mantra for the rest of yeah. his life. Yeah. So so Don't we're walking out. out. We're Don't walking out of the doctor's office, and we're like, you know, I'm, it's like someone just died, right? And, and and so she's crying, and I'm while walking slow, and everyone's going, "Oh, congratulations!" We're like, "Oh, thank you." And so I call my mom. We're waiting in the pharmacy, and I call my mom. I'm like, "Mom, we're having fucking triplets." <laughs> did you say fucking to your mother? I did, and she goes, "You're fucked." <laughs> <laughs> I said thanks, mom. Thanks for the motivation. Do you do you have family help? Uh, we we live with the in laws right you now, to. so you yeah, have to. Yeah, there's no way we we had an apartment in West, you know Westlake in, in Daly City, but we were paying like twenty three hundred dollars for a two bedroom. Right. It wasn't worth it, so we moved in. And uh, you know we have we have some help uh, from time to time. Were they excited to have you, or are they us. like, oh Amazing. Jesus, we got to be part of this journey? Uh, 
we actually moved in because of the rent situation in California. So we moved in there and uh, we were going to try to save up for a house. Mm -hmm. And so the idea was like, okay, we'll take care of a credit, you know, fix it up and save up for a house. And then that's when we got pregnant with triplets. And then so we said, okay, we're not leaving for a while. Yeah. So, and we've been there for the last, you know, you're going to be there for the rest of your life for the rest of our life. Yeah. He called me and said, John, uh, how's that rock star? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Are we rich yet? Is is there any money coming in? (laughs) You probably did. Didn't you? Yeah. Well, Kind of, yeah. Seriously, how do we like, monetize this When are we this getting thing? paid for this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, and he's given yeah, all the proceeds away to charities. I, they got to hate that. Like, him and yeah, he's like, I mean, I honestly, <laughs> it's a great cause. Yeah, but at some point, yeah, you're like, yeah, I, 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 listen, I want to help the veterans as much as possible. But I got I got three kids who could use some help. Well, to, to be honest with you, John doesn't expect much out of Justin or I. So he does most of the work as a right. front man, you know, as a main entrepreneur. So it's and like the LinkedIn representative. We're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. LinkedIn, so we're, we're, we're following along for the ride. We can't we can't ask for much. So he calls us when he when he needs us. And, and that's that's all we expect. And so if we get paid out of it, eventually, it's it's going to work out. Right. And it, it's, it's worth not it. even eventually. It's like. It's like a couple weeks yeah. from now. It will well, the Lego mansion's already been built. Uh, the yeah. mansion has been built. Mansion. Move into yeah. that. We've even got a private there, Lego yeah. jet out front. Yeah, so. you probably got some Hot Wheels cars out of the whole deal and stuff, uh, too. The whole the whole point of three just astounds me. I mean, do you sit it and just go, like, clothes alone? Well, food. luckily, most of the stuff comes handed down because do. my wife is half Filipino. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so we don't we haven't sure. bought clothes in a while. Now we're starting to have to buy clothes because we got to buy sweatpants because they're not fully potty trained but the preschool has to you know expect them to be trained, yeah, we're the same. Um, here's a pull up here's a we, our we kid, can't wear pull ups we, so we can't go buy our pull ups right and when we're in the store she goes oh Lion Guard I like Lion Guard and then all of a sudden she gets hooked on um, Beauty and the Beast so mm-hmm. we get another pack of uh, Belle the girl from Beauty and the Beast uh, pull ups and she, she wears one of those ones and she really likes Belle pull ups we have a whole box <laughs> this, Claire, of or? Lion Guard yeah. pull ups diapers as you know right. not cheap not cheap yeah, yeah. So we're having huge fights where the kid was of like, course. the kid's like, I'm not wearing those lion guard. I want bell pull-ups. And so we have, she won't, at a point, she won't wear certain things. We're like, no, you're, you're fucking putting this right. lion guard right. diaper on right you now. You have the Jones like, no, no, no. duct tape it yeah. to your body. I don't Par- care. Apparently sh- you don't know who you're talking to. You know? Yeah, exactly. So, and so my wife gets in and she's like, well, I go, well, that's whatever 30 bucks worth of diapers that's we've thrown in the trash because it's got a it's got simba on it instead of bell and she's like maybe no and so i'm like what <laughs> no. are you talking about my my kids all wear whatever i put whatever. on whatever you know the, the, they have cars right now that are thomas the train or something right. like that at the moment so and she wears it you know and then when when we have nighttime girl diapers the boys wear girl diapers sometimes we run out of pajamas and the girl the boys Do wear they don't girl put pajamas. any fight at all uh no do they fight? So, sometimes they have temper tantrums. But do they fight over things because my four-year-old, and my two-year-old, oh yeah, for sure, will kill each it's other. Si- it's sibling for, rivalry. Whatever the yeah, other they, one has, they, they want. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. They're always fighting. Yeah, they're always fighting. But maybe three is better than two because then you you always have a majority. There'll always be a majority one way or the other. I, I, I mean, I guess. Do two gang up on one? It's it's Luna. She's a she's a woman, so she instigates everything. Uh, Welcome to the can, world. Yeah, right, right, right. So, so she sets off the boys, and the, and the boys are physically violent. They'll they'll punch her in the face, and and you know, and, and so so Leo will come to they Michael's know that's rescue. Not cool, right, right. I, like, and the hands are not for hitting, and then they hit me in the face. So our two year old punches our four year old and scratches. Like, yeah, the four year old actually has like claw marks on her face from the two year old. It's, it's and then I look over and I go, "Did you scratch me?" She's like, "Yeah." Yeah. And then just goes right back down yeah, to what yeah. she's doing. And no I go, emotion, yeah. you know, that's not right, right? And she goes, well, yeah. I go, what did she do? She goes, no, she pushed me. <laughs> so you scratched her eye. What you t- what is, what's wrong with Are you, you going to be a serial killer? Yeah. Or, yeah. Honestly, yeah. wouldn't surprise no. me. Yeah. Me neither. She was like, like 
Black Widow mm-hmm. or something or other. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And you have one. One. Child. Oh, no. No no sibling rivalry. Eight year old. I had two brothers. He didn't have to go. He's had some issues with bullies at school, though, right? Oh. Uh, Well, yeah. He he got hit with rock not that long ago. Yeah. Um, Does it break your heart? Because I never, like, I got to a point where in my life I was just this cynical, emotionless bastard. I, like, I'd been, I'd already auditioned a million times and been turned down, so I had no human emotion left. So you remember when you said there was no struggle? There was struggle. And all of a sudden now my, my, my four-year-old goes to school or something bad will happen at school and I'll be like, it's okay, Hannah. And I start, I'm like crying because I'm crying through her. I was pissed. That? I wanted to fight the kid. Not even, like, not a parent. That not, yeah. That. I wanted to throw down with a seven-year-old or eight-year-old. Yeah, I'll you punch know? you in the face, kid. Come on, bro, bro, let's glove up, you know? And, uh, like... <laughs> and that's you sober. Put him Jesus, on, bro. If you, if you, if you were still drinking, yeah. you'd be fighting that kid. Yeah, I would have. What happened with um, the bullying? He got hit with rocks? No, some kid, this kid actually, I think he's like a legit bully. Like, he, he just rolls the roost. Probably got some shit going on at home. I think he's being raised by it's a nanny or something. Old. That's the thing. Yeah, like I, we live in one of those neighborhoods where everything's pretty well to do. And uh, most of the kids' parents aren't even there. <laughs> hey, believe me, I got in I'm a in good a pretty time. well to do neighborhood. I got Don't in, in a good time. But um, you worked hard to get there, you know. I did. I busted yeah. my ball. You're a fireman. Yeah. Fireman should be yeah. well rewarded. Um, so what did you do? How did you resolve it? Uh, you punched the kid in the face. I punched the kid in the face. No, it's... It, it, you're that you're kind of waving thing, it, it off. You for did me, something. For me, it was talking to him about it. You know, it, he. what makes me sad is he's me. Like, I was so gentle and soft. I can see and that. The alcohol it, fueled I, you. Yeah, it, well, being told that I was a romping, stomping, fighting, killing machine was, you know, Ooh, uh, I had to buy into that. Yeah. Um, but it, but you're just a minstrel. You, at you heart. can see it in my nature now. You know, you're it, a balladeer. And what I'm doing, I I, I do I, I give away. If someone calls. If I can do it, I'm going to do it. You know, it doesn't matter. It, Which I, is I, cold today because you, you're going to paint my house later. Today. Fuck yes. Uh, Andy, you need some work done on the car? I did not know. I actually need a new car. I was hoping he'd buy it for me. Uh, give me, <laughs> give me a couple months. Get a couple months. <laughs> you are going to be the softest touch if you do, uh, when you do, succeed and reap the benefits. Everyone's going to, all these people who go like, oh, you know, John's actually a pretty soft touch. They're going to reach out and go, John, maybe I can get a little, just a taste. Yeah, it's the taste. MC like, Hammer. Yeah, you'll be MC Hammer. Yeah, I fear that. You know, I fear yeah, that. Hold on to your and, money. Uh, but he's the same way, and he's just, super. Just give know. it to Shane; he'll keep it alive. Right? Yeah. <laughs> no, he'll be buying diapers. Hey John, John, I've got triplets. I've got. You don't know. I have triplets. Is that how uh, your conversations all are? the fucking time? You know what? He's right. He uh, does have triplets. Uh, fucking pony up I for know, the guy. Yeah, he gives you stop using the triplets as an excuse. I'm it's like, not an excuse. Right, fuck it's, it's you know. Yeah. You have one. You should know. Take the one. Magnify. I, re- I remember the drama of the one early, but like I said, he's so easy now. Like I have the coolest kid on three. Earth never. As my three's son. never going to be easy. Yes, I, ever. I agree. I agree. Three will never three ever be. Well, you have two girls. I have you, two you, girls. They're gonna. Oh my god! I can't imagine. Hor- well, they're I, yeah, they're fantastic. When they're thirteen, but they're horrific. And and they're going through their. We're in schools right now. We had to take a picture of the kid, yeah. and it took it took an hour and a half to get a pit fucking photo of the kid. She won't look at the look at the camera. Right. No, I won't do it. So they they're horrible. Yeah, and magnify that by three. You need to have a little more. Com- you have compassion for thank you, Jamie. All these guys who served. How about some compassion for your brother over there who's got three kids at home? Stop making excuses. Thank you, Jamie. Excuses. <laughs> yeah, I'm a 
much, Shane. That's yeah, it. You're, thank you. I'm with you. Thank you. I'm thank anti you. John Preston. At this point. <laughs> yeah, the new, you just got to listen to Andy's yeah, learner. Uh, it's it's Andy, John Andy, Preston with and Andy's learner on my it, shit list. It, it, if he didn't want the triplets, he wouldn't use a goddamn turkey baster. Did you at least get to squeeze? You heard me before. I said the only solution is is to not have triplets. We wanted one. Never thought that was gonna. That's the problem with the stupid. That's the problem with that thing. You know, we started. We did that. Yeah. We were, we didn't do the Clomid yet, but yeah. when my my wife was, uh, she couldn't get pregnant out of the shoot, and she, I was like, you just need to relax. She was wound so tight, she was thin. Yeah. She was living in Manhattan at the time, right. you know. She just her body, her, basically, it's your body saying it's, you're not ready yet. Right. Go plump up, get healthy, because the the children are going to drain your body of every nutrient and stuff. And so she, so I had to go get tested. She's like, maybe it's you. I go, it's not me. Pretty sure it's not me. I've been knocking girls. I'm up pretty left sure right. I'm fertile. That's pretty all sure I can got tell three you. Three kids out there. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah. I was in my mid forties. I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm fertile. So I go and they go, you're fertile. And then, and then she got pregnant. Then we had an ectopic pregnancy, which I don't know if you know. It's up in the. It doesn't come down from the fallopian yeah. tube. She, Welcome back to gynecology. Yeah. Here we go again. Four dudes talking gynecology. And she had surgery, and then the next month, the doctor was like, don't worry about this month. You're never going to get pregnant. You just had surgery. There's not a chance in hell. And what do you know? Mm-hmm. Here we go. And there's Hannah. Wow. So that's how it works. Wow. But you, So you go, and your wife goes, hey, yeah, we'll try to have one. Yeah. But they put too many eggs in. Isn't that how it works? Uh, or the no, Clomid increased it, the number it's, of eggs. It's, it increases the number of eggs, and, and it's, it's, just, it's a one in a million chance that the, the three sperm – penetrate one egg yeah. and let alone three separate eggs so it, it's and it you can't happens. win the lottery that's the that's the lottery right, you exactly won. exactly yeah i'm like can we go do a scratcher ticket at least you know so, I don't know. so let me ask you uh, honestly no one's ever gonna hear this is it <laughs> ever no one will listen to this is Thank it God. great are you happy you have three i mean i really am because we or we, would you be happier with one or well, we two. wanted to have multiple kids but at different times but now that we have three of them we get the hard part all done go on all his social media he is so happy uh, like, it's not like, he's, he's the same as me my yeah. friends are like think oh, I I'm cry. miserable oh, but I, i'm cracking jokes about it right. but the yeah. whole time i i'm like come on I'll climb I, we, up in the bed can't imagine yeah. shane uh, how many more are you planning on having none none are you ever having sex again nope I, I, I cut my penis off long ago. But would you? Well, you know, you know how it works. You don't have to cut your penis off. Oh, you have to cut your uh, too late. To, oh, God, no, <laughs> I, sh- I wish you'd have done this a while ago. Damn it. You're you're one of the unsullied. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a Game of Thrones. We should, a, okay. we should uh, do a podcast just on that so people understand it before like a, they go to the links. The he Game has. of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, the, cut the your penis so off. We have done the vasectomy. Call me Reek. Have you got a vasectomy? Uh, no. You don't need to because you're no, never I don't, having sex I'm again. Not, I, yeah, I don't get do touched. You, so. I mean, do you guys talk about it? Will you ever have sex again? Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean, when these, kids, when these kids are, are, are manageable age, possibly, yeah, or, or old enough to be. But they're three. Old enough for us to say, shut the fuck up and leave us alone, and then they leave us alone, or yeah. when we're, you know, when. when so we will get you get a vasectomy? We get a house. Uh, probably, yeah. yeah. Shane, yeah. can I ask a personal question? Is it hard to have sex in your in-laws' house? That's why, that's another reason why we haven't had sex. We live, so our room is right down the hallway from the, the in-laws, and our daughter sleeps in the same bed, so trying to get away, you know, oh, just go to a hotel room, like, well, we'd rather watch a movie, yeah. <laughs> you know, you, know what or, I usually, I was, you don't have any money you for a hotel room, you have two children, exactly. I usually tell our guests, your life is over when I hear their stories, this is the first time I think I've really meant it. <laughs> 
Your thanks, life, thanks, buddy. Just, your your yeah. life is over. He's, he's he totally like, on hey, listen, guitar. Preston, seriously, <laughs> yeah. man, we need to get on the road. Yeah. Why are you gonna have sex? In, I'm not gonna even have sex on the road. I just want to sleep in a hotel. Yes, room. yes. Away from my time, house. away from the family. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, listen, I, I wrap it up uh, with a couple questions for you guys. Um, what are uh, some traits of yours that you hope your children do not get? <laughs> John, I'll start with you. Oh, shit. Shane, <laughs> I'll start with you. All right. So. Right now, I think all of them already have it. So, so they have both of our stubbornness, both of our anger management issues. Um, they for sure have my, I guess what, lacking of, of sharing. What, what do they call it? greed? Shane, you you said anger management. You're you, like the most mellow guy we've ever thing. had. Was, they put me in anger management in the Marine Corps. Yeah, apparently it worked. Apparently it worked. Yeah, yeah. A little sissy. Fits. Well, what did you do? Yeah. What did you do in the military that you lost your temper? I told a corporal and sergeant to fuck off when they tried to haze me in my, yeah, my own it. barracks room, right well, next door. They came over while it was I'm up. Sure yeah, hazing isn't hazing. allowed. How dare him not take hazing? I don't want to take hazing. Every time I see this fraternity bullshit go on. No, by was, the way, I was off duty. It's off if, duty. They come to my door, knock on the door. Uh, get, we want you to do push-ups, right? I said, fuck off. Close the door. Slam the door on. Yeah, that wasn't happening. So, so then, oh, now I have to go to anger management. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't fucking do that shit. So, so that's one of the reasons why I wasn't a very good marine, I guess. And I got you don't take orders. You don't take orders well. Well, you don't take I, stupid orders. I don't well. take stupid. Yeah, that's, orders that well. was what kind I of my question. problem with the military too, because I question things I of question like, things, yeah. hey, listen, I know you want this done, but this is really, it's not that necessary. Right. And they'd be like, yeah, Jamie, yeah, just, yeah. just. That's not how this works. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My problem with the military too is that you. Um, it's time in. So a guy, you might know more and be more qualified, but because a guy is there two years longer than you, he gets to boss you around. Right. And right. I was always like, well, that guy's an idiot. Right. Some weren't. Yeah. Some were. Yeah. I was an idiot probably trying to boss people around yeah. who were under me, but I, it is what it is. Right. What is the trait of yours, uh, Mr. Preston? Uh, organization skills. Like You uh, seem so organized. You just talked about your LinkedIn and you're going out and sending stuff. That's is hustle. It, like, oh, that's uh, hustle. Uh, try, to, try to look at my calendar right now. I don't have one. You know what happens um, when you get rich and famous? You get an assistant. Exactly. So yeah. I'll be able to handle myself, yeah. but I want one? him to be organized. Yeah, no. <laughs> I'm not um, he keeps saying I'm famous. I go, well, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know who you're you talking about. You are famous. You got a TV show. I was at a TV uh, show. You so. were on Robot Chicken. Is that chair from I the also, set? Yeah, that's the chair I stole from the set. That's the My Boys yes. chair I stole from the set. That's awesome. Uh, it, we, I, everyone said, oh, we're coming back next year for season five, kind of, and I, I saw the writing on the wall. So mm -hmm. the last week of shooting stole the chair. at lunch, the day before our last day, I, uh, I ran the chair out to my car. <laughs> stole the That's chair. That's awesome. What happened to Jamie Kaylee? <laughs> More importantly, what happened to Jamie's what happened to chair? Jamie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get an assistant when you get. No, I don't have an assistant. I also I know people now who go like, oh, I have a management company pay my bills or something. I'm like, that's a terrible mistake, and you don't work enough to do that. Just pay your own bills, dude. Right. You should see your own money. He goes, oh, I sign one check every month. I go, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really. How much percentage are they getting yeah, out of that exactly. check to manage the little, little bills that, that you have? So. Yeah. But you seem organized now. Are you getting better? I'm not. It, no, it, I'm not. It's because you're an artist. I, we, I think everyone who's listening to this and the way they hear you talk, they know you're an artist. Yeah. You know when you go see a band and 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 the musician tries to talk in between songs, and then at some point you go, just sing. Yeah. yeah that's. I think. I think yes, you're a good Jamie, singer. I'm, I'm glad to hear that I have a great personality. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's true. It, it is true. And yeah, it, we're. We're passionate. You think we're with amazingly you think talented with the artistic at what we part do. of your brain, it, and that's he is. He's building a mansion on his own. He is an artist, but he'll also look at like he he built the Capitol the other day at Legos, and he looks at instructions on his own 
and fucking puts this thing together. I couldn't do that right now. You should have him build your mansion. My wife won't read directions for anything. And then she comes in, she goes, I can't make this work. I go, what did the directions say? She goes, I don't know, I didn't read them. She just starts taking pieces out and jamming it. I go, okay, you're killing me. What are you doing? Uh, From Ikea? Anything. It's it's almost the cause of every divorce. She literally will not read any directions. I've almost gotten divorced three times because she she wants to help me do Ikea furniture. Oh, it's bad. Never put furniture together. Never, ever. That's bad. Like, together as a couple, that's horrible. Oh, my wife would never try to. I I begged her to put, like, every Christmas, I got to put the bikes and everything together. I go, you do it. She goes, I'm not doing it. You do it. You do it. You're the man. Um, What are traits that you hope your kids do get from you? I I think we talked about, like, uh, me always lecturing my son. And I'm always like, dude, why are you getting these Legos right now? Because because you work hard, Dad. You know, I I want him to have a good work ethic. I want him to know that anything is possible, like I do. You know, like I never, I, I didn't always see the sky. You know, I I set my my goals really low because that's what I thought was expected and what we could do in life. But I want him to see it, like you know, it, the whole world is in front of us. Well, he we will because he'll see it through you. And I, yeah. Like I was the same. I came in New Hampshire, and my I never thought you could act. I saw I would watch TV, but never in my brain did I put together that those were real people. Yeah. Like when I watched Archie Bunker, I that was Archie Bunker. I never thought, oh, Carol O'Connor probably has a house in the Palisades, and he's a theater guy, yeah. and he likes to go have dinner at. The, never thought that that was a profession. But now my kids are growing up in the Valley. And some of the kids they go to school with have already done a ton of work. And they're like commercials and television shows. And it's like a different world they're growing up in. And I wonder if it's good or bad. I don't know. But yeah. Do you you want to expose your kids to to them? I wanted to expose them to anything they want to do. I'm the same. Got it. They don't show any interest in it. And I kind of like that. They have different uh, likes. Right. But if they at some point said, I would like to pursue that, I would totally support whatever they want to do. Daddy, I want to be on the toy commercial. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Let's go do auditions. Right, let's, in, let's go do auditions. Let's make right some now. college money. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Right. What about you? Uh, I guess my my creativity or or my versatility. Uh, you know, I can. I'm willing to learn anything. Trying to learn anything. Well, and also, you guys are fantastic musicians and songwriters and singers and stuff. And yeah. so you have this artistic thing that I think is a wonder. I'm the same. Like we play music every day with the yeah. kids. I play guitar yeah, and they dance. Yeah. I learned Frozen. I learned the song from Moana. I saw that. I was jealous because I haven't even learned that uh, yet for yeah. the kids. Yeah. And so they sing it with me. And I think that they have this love of music that I didn't have. Yeah. We had a piano in my house when I was a kid, an upright one, and no one ever played it. My whole life, no one ever played the piano, and it, I was like, I grew up, and I was like, well, why is that piano there? It was kind of just a fixture in the house. But I yeah. didn't touch music till I was like, you know, probably fifteen. I learned the name, and my dad put it in front of me. My dad would say, "Here's a guitar, play it." No, no, no. I was thirteen. When I got to my ship, yeah. my my the guy who I was in the ship with, uh, he was a fantastic guitarist, and I said, "Listen, man, I'll, I'll buy a guitar when we go on deployment, and can you teach me?" He goes, "Yeah," and so that was the first I bought a Ovation Sunburst, and I took it on That's the Henry cool. B. Wilson with me. And then after our officer's call in the morning, the chief would be like, what do we got? And I go, just make sure everything's done. And then I go down to take a guitar lesson with my buddy. And then That and was then, the acoustic I had. It was Ovation Sunburst. <laughs> Great. Yeah, we brought I the Ovations, yeah. Everybody has. That's like everybody's first. It's a wonderful guitar. I, yeah. I hated it. All right, last so question. What is a mantra that you would, and you've already done a couple, something you grew up on or something you've kind of learned that you hope your kids live their life by? So... I, we were actually discussing this on the way up here because I listened to the Joe McHale episode, right? You cheated? You knew the questions? Kind of. You son of a gun. So, so, but I, I loved what he said because it actually is something I've actually. What did applied. Joel say? I don't he, even He said, oh, yeah. Well, I, I would just be glad we have a listener. I'm your. Advertisers, fan. listen. We have some people listening. Uh, he said, he, said uh, he would tell his kids, just relax. 
and and, uh, and I tell myself that I'll, now ever since listening to that, I said just relax it's going to be fine so I want my kids to follow that that that's a yeah. beautiful mantra because you you really need especially in this chaotic world you need to just relax and yeah. just do what you want to do to be happy yeah. but but do it well and at the end of the day it really just doesn't matter. Right. My wife sometimes will be, she'll be sick as a dog. She's like, I gotta go to work. I go, well, what, what happens if theoretically you couldn't go to work? If something horrible happened to you and you didn't go to work, would everybody you were supposed to see at work today, would they make it through the day? Mm-hmm. Would it be okay for them? And she'd be like, yeah, I guess they'd survive then. Then you really don't have to go to work. Right. You do, but you don't. Just relax. Let it go. Yeah. Bill Murray, we've talked about this before. He always said, he goes, I was always way more funnier when I just relaxed. Ugh. And you're like, yeah, we know we do our best work when right. we're calm and we don't care, but we can't help it. We stress out before performances or whatever, and, and it fucks us up. Yeah. That's why yeah. we like to get drunk. And, and well, that, that that's a learned part trait. Of my alcoholism right. was, People drank, yeah, and then yeah. I, I remember drinking a ton before going on stage yeah. doing stand up because I, it, I, in my brain, I was like, it calmed me. Mm-hmm. It made me sloppy. Right. I didn't yeah. tell jokes as well, but I definitely, I thought I was doing great. But if you watch <laughs> tapes, you're like, yeah, you're not as sharp there. That joke you stumbled on, or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What about you? Just relax now. <laughs> for me, anything's possible. Yeah, I think I, I just want to echo that. And uh, anything's not possible, though. It, it is. No, it is. It's if not. he wants to be a fucking astronaut, he can do it. You know, he can't. Uh, he can't. He might. He can. He might. He can. What he an might. asshole. I'm just saying. No, I I think anything's possible. I, I'm I'm a farm kid from I agree Kentucky with that. that grew up. A lot poor of kids shit. think it's possible, and then they apply to Harvard with perfect SAT scores, valedictorians, and they don't get in. So everything's not possible, it's John. Possible. It's po- their brain stopped it. The fact that you are in. probably going to be on the Billboard charts in about four weeks is the best example I've ever heard that anything is possible. It so is. I'm going to let you slide on this yeah. and say that is yeah. anything is possible. Yeah, and and that's that's the example I've set. Hey, we talk. It's like, just and I, I would say anything's not probable. But yeah. yes, anything is possible. Hey, I'll, I'll ask him as we're we're driving down the road. Hey, I, you know, like, what do you want to do? And uh, well, Dad, I like horror movies. Yeah, maybe something stupid. You know, like he wants to make a movie, and then he'll ask questions like, Dad, why why are there cameras in the house? Because people want to come see us. Why? Because we're badass. You know, because we're working hard. Because we're you know this this ethic and possibility together can create anything you know that's the way i i see it now and i didn't have that i can't wait know? to read your book oh, i think it's gonna pull amazing. us all together as one gonna gonna he's gonna make I'm, a, I'm horrible the play. in person he's come out with a play. I like the Beatles words, are you kidding you know? i love it Broadway, man. you're so sincere and so honest you bring tears to my eyes and i think that's why you're such a great musician and your songs touch people because you do you wear your Heart you, wear your, you wear your heart on your sleeve, yeah. and it shows in your music, and I think that's what I, I love about you. Well, that's why I, th- I think that's why he was able to tackle the PTSD so well. Yes, and that's, honestly, I mean, what you're yeah. doing is, is ridiculous. Andy? Well, I was just going to say, um, are we going to queue up that uh, song? Oh, my gosh! Andy's the king! I, we'll take it out on that, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. That yeah. seems to be the best way to go about it. Yeah. My guest today, John Preston, Shane Roberts. People can find you where? Everywhere, iTunes, CD Baby. Well, they look Spotify. it up. They'll look it up at your name, John. Yeah, Preston. John Preston. And, and the then, song that's coming out, the, the first single is going to be "Before I'm Gone." Uh, all the proceeds from the song are going to help uh, stop soldier suicide. Stop soldier yeah. suicide. 
Um, you're probably going to be supporting it with a tour, is my guess. Uh, we're yeah. That's, is there a website that can people come along. to check out uh, dates uh, and videos and do all kinds of things? Yeah, johnpressonmusic.com, and then go we'll to, post it too with this, yeah. so you can read the bio and stuff. And then facebook.com/slash/johnpressonmusic. We we operate off of Facebook mainly, and yeah. people can find you there. Uh, yeah, actually, they can find busy. you. They'll find you through my page as well if they yeah. come to my Jane and, and great page. videos on there. We have a ton of videos. Yep. Dave Neese credited for most of them. Um, Our mutual friend Dave who yeah. brought us together who I worked with at the Audience Network and you know his guy. videos have made a lot of success for us because yeah. we looked like we were the shit from the very beginning and yeah, we he can do wonders I mean yeah, he can fix yeah. you guys in post and CGI yeah. you, you, it's probably not even you it's somebody yeah. it's Garth Brooks huge penis Garth Brooks face on <laughs> Garth Brooks face on, on, on my compassionate words you know I love you guys thank is, you so uh, much for I coming I just wanted to say yeah. Andy. is the, is the uh, song downloadable yet? Uh, so right now you can get on there and pre-order, and you... and it's a big deal. You should pre-order because it will really help the song chart, and the higher it charts, the more money goes to help. Yeah, uh, soldier. Yeah, once, soldier once, you're, once you create that machine and you're That's in the it. charts, That's it. Um, you're in everybody's face. On Amazon, and Google Play. Our our last oh. album, we ran a pre-sale or our last release, and it was amazing. We ch- we charted number twenty one in the yeah. rock charts, you know, and that changes everything. That, that makes people see it it's right in front of them now um it we'll really do a big picks push. up the sales yeah. yeah what you guys are doing is fantastic and it is a it is a great way for people to support the veteran community yeah. who aren't veterans people yeah. always say thank you for your service what can i do to help yeah. well this is what you can do to help go download the song and and help stop soldier suicide yeah and here's the song and here's the song the song's called before i'm gone uh, enjoy it, pre-order it and thank you guys for tuning into a really special uh father time today i appreciate it um We'll catch you next time.
situation calls for another breakdown Another shot from my flask Still hear the sounds of the mortar rounds Whipping over my head I'm helpless, I'm screaming But no one can hear what I'm saying And soon I'll be bleeding Won't you just 